0: Hey everybody, it's me, Ginger Nicole Baker, and I am super excited to come to you this Flex and Flow Friday to bring you yet another awesome fitness expert and movement expert. Um, I'm super excited. Her name is Shemaine Linney. And she is actually um, what she calls herself the biohacker. So she hacks um, biology and technology and nature to figure out what it is that you um, personally need to be your healthiest self. She's a nutritional therapist. She works in fitness. She is um also a pilates instructor and she's a personal trainer and she is the creator of hida which stands for heal educate train and achieve so i'm going to get right into it with her i'm super excited to bring her to you guys today so hi Shemaine, how are you hi ginger i'm good thank you for that splendid introduction i think you've covered everything <laughs> Awesome. So, um, so I just wanted to ask you, um, how did you get started doing um, in the nutrition and fitness field? Like, where did your journey begin, and what was your what was your catalyst moment that started you down that path?
1: Well, um, a long, long time ago, or many moons ago, back in Dublin, where I'm from, um, I was a hefty seven 700- hundred. 50 pounds um, and I was unhappy and I would live out of um, sweaters and track bottoms all the time and I would hide away from the world and I remember just feeling down and crying all the time and just people saying name calling and everything nasty and my My sister would see me but she never would say anything Um, and then things got bad because i had my first child and of course my weight kept going up and then i think one evening in july 12 years ago my sister asked me to go to weight watchers at that stage i didn't know what weight i was um, because Back then, we were oblivious to scales. I knew I was big because obviously clothes didn't fit me. Um, but I went that night and anyway, and I stood on the scale, and it said 18 stone. And I remember just crying and crying. And I went home, and I cried, and I knew I can't stay like this forever. I can't stay this miserable and unhappy forever because now I have a little boy. But I was so young as well. Um, I was like 18 and I knew that this couldn't be all there was for me. So I continued to go to Weight Watchers and I started to lose some weight and it kept coming off and then before I knew it, I was 100 pounds down and then I was like, hey, I've got a talent for this because when my baby would nap, I would do some sort of exercise DVD at home Um, and I'd always grown up in an environment where my dad I was always into bodybuilding and my uncles were. So I was in that environment. Um, So it was natural, that I would kind of sway in that direction. Um, Then I decided, hey, I'm going to give it a go. And I went and I did, um, I went to the University of Limerick to get my fitness instruction. So group classes, certification, everything. And I was like, I'm actually good at this and then I got to my goal weight and then I decided to get certified as a personal trainer Um, and then as the years kept going something inside me didn't just want to stop at personal training and teach classes I knew that I wanted more I wasn't just a personal trainer so then I started to look into the nutritional side of things Um, and then Nutrition coaching wasn't so much what I wanted to go for. I wanted something where I could help people heal and help with illnesses and sickness, mm-hmm. and pre- not only prevention, but for those that are already suffering that maybe I could help them in some way. So then I went and I got my nutritional therapist, diploma, and then went on to specializing in fitness and sports nutrition. And lo and behold, um, it's just kind of, it's, it's 12 years of, is what happened it's just I didn't want to just stop and work in a gym I wanted to be so much more and to actually help people because if I could that, that saying that everyone says if I could do it anyone can do it it is true um, and that's why there's so many of us out there because my story and how I speak may resonate with someone um, whereas another coach's story may resonate with someone else so we need a lot of us soldiers to help everyone
0: so i love that (laughs) i love that shimane yeah you're absolutely right um you know we need a lot of voices to help to reach the people that need healing you're absolutely right because everybody resonates with something else and i just love your story um i actually i didn't know that about you when we came in here so um and just to just to um for those of us U.S.ers who don't know the conversion rate to stone, um, 18 stone is about 260 pounds. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. So two, So um. So for those who don't know what what stone converts to, um. Sh- Uh, Shemaine had said that she was at when she went to Weight Watchers she was 18 stones so that's about 260 pounds Um, and so that personal transformation is absolutely inspiring and beautiful and amazing and I do want to point out too that this was not an overnight thing for you this was this was 12 years of going from that point your catalyst point to you know moving forward and and getting to where you're at today so so many people I think struggle with that idea that they have to do it overnight and so that's really awesome that you're sharing your your whole journey because it is a journey um yeah
1: it was to between the weight loss itself and the body fat loss I had lost the 150 pounds body fat in one and a half years so it was like 18 months approximately progress yeah. But in that process as well, I had put on a lot of muscle. So mm-hmm. my, my weight stayed around 130 pounds. Right. But since then, even when you look at me from when I hit my goal to where I am now, I, I look like a totally different person now. But I still maintain my weight. But physically, I look totally different. Right.
0: Um, so so you're obviously super passionate about living healthy lifestyle and, um, making that transformation, healing from that, that past life, so to speak. Um, so why is that, why is that super important to you personally? I guess you kind of already asked or answered that. Um, but how does, this is kind of more, more what I'm looking for is how does living as your healthiest self support your creativity and flexibility as a person? I think before I can answer that, I think we need that. I need to
1: address that. I believe that because we are so all individual and we do need to look at it in a case of nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Now, I grew up in this environment where junk food was always around a lot of cakes, a lot of takeout. We lived a sedentary lifestyle, it was always tv shows in the evening you go to school and and that that was it right genetically that we understand that affected my dna and that that aspect will always be my dna forever so in order for me to fit in a healthy lifestyle i have to accept that that aspect of my dna will always be there and i need to accept that i will always have that kind of fat tendency that i will always crave after sugar or i'll always want the not so healthy meal but it's um mastering and exercising my no muscle as i say to my girls if we can make your no muscle just as strong as your biceps then when when we want or need that flexibility for birthdays or just a weekend off with our family or whatever that we have that um and even with that when we can control that no muscle and the discipline that we need because a lot of it is discipline. Yes. Especially when it comes that it's been pretty much ingrained in you. If you grew up in an environment like that, it's always going to be ingrained in you. You can't just switch it off. Um, But I can see that from then, from being that girl sitting in that room, just watching, I think it was Buffy back then, just (laughs) Buffy all the time. Um, that was my brain. It was just watching Buffy. But now, when it comes to creativity, my, there is no limits to my creativity. There is no limits to what I could think of or what program I could design or who I could help. I get people um, coming to me with all different sorts of diseases, and I don't stop and say, oh, well, no, I'm not qualified for that there's no limit I can help them I just need to find a way and I will create something um, and when I'm in control of, of me feeling good and I always say that I always feel my best when my clients are happy when they message me and say oh my god I was crying and I feel good, then I feel good and then that spills over to me wanting to be better again myself and that of course is creativity in itself because when we're not feeling good and we're feeling rubbish and we just want to sit on our butt doing nothing and eat chocolate and drink wine (laughs) we're not creative and you you know that yourself if we've had a weekend where maybe we were celebrating with friends and we had some extra glasses of wine even by Tuesday you're still feeling blah your brain's not working. you still got that brain fog and so it's finding the balance as well Yep. You can have take a hole when you get creative, when you're at your optimum health and you're getting all that nutrition you need and you're getting the fresh air and the vitamin D and you're spending your quality time with family and laughing, which is very important. Yes, and You get those moments of creativity that you hold on to them and you jot them down and you use them because maybe next weekend your kids might have a birthday party and unfortunately we can't control the chemicals reactions and you will get brain fog and you won't be creative for a few days
0: yeah it's that slump and like you said it's um it's nice when when you are your I I know this is true for me um obviously it's true for you too like when you are allowing your when you're honoring your body and your and your bio processes and and you're taking care of yourself and you feel your healthiest and you feel your best that's when your creativity is able to expand and you're really be being able to like utilize it at its highest point. So,
1: and it, it really is a, a gift. It really is. If you, I'm not sure if you're aware of the flow state. It really is a gift when you can get into that flow state mm-hmm. and you're just that one with your thoughts and your bills don't matter and your worries don't matter and yep. relationships nothing matters. It's just you. You've got that creative moment. Your brain is ticking yes. and you're it down, and you take a hold of that moments yep. because. I always say, life is going to happen and we cannot stop what's going to happen. So when you get them moments, you if you have a great day of nutrition, stick it back. Let it lead into another day and another day and another day. But hey, Friday, a girlfriend might come over and she could be crying because she's upset and you want to make her feel better with some wine. That's something that you can't control, but you're going to go with the flow because you want to be a good friend and tend to that side of your health, which is your relationships. So when you can, we stay focused Um, and when we can't, we just go with the flow.
0: Yep. And then recover. (laughs) Um, So let me see here. Oops, I'm sorry. Um, So what type of, uh, in in the group, uh, when we talk about flex and flow Fridays um, and when we talk Mm -hmm. about exercise and fitness, we refer to it as um, intentional movement. Uh, So making, getting that mindset of like, I'm moving, but I'm moving with purpose because a lot of the people that I work with are just starting to exercise or maybe have like fallen out of practice that are getting right, getting back into it. And so I talk a lot about intentional movement and starting with this mindset of, it doesn't have to be this like strict regimented exercise program at first. It's, you know, start with the movement, the intentional movement, the purposeful movement. and so looking at intentional movement and looking at fitness and exercise what would you say is your favorite type of movement and what's your least favorite and then what process did you go through to discover that
1: um my personal favorite type of movement is walking in the fresh air always yeah. has been oh it's a gift yes. like for me it to be able to walk walk so many people can't walk and though there's so many people that can walk but can't walk pain free as yes. well yes so when when i was overweight um, um i obviously had a lot of inflammation and we led mm-hmm. a sedentary life so i was stiff yes. and just even walking was uncomfortable but as i got better at walking it- then I could walk faster. I could walk laterally. I could walk uphill, down. Uh, that to be able to yeah. do that, to be able to go outside with my kids and just walk, um, is a gift. And that's that's always where I start with my clients is walk. Yep. I, I I don't tell my clients to exercise, even though I'm a personal trainer and. So- I don't tell them to exercise I tell them to move we move every day we don't sit we don't stand because standing is now the new smoking and every we move all the time so I tell them crawl on the floor with your kids roll on the ground pretend that you're trying to walk a straight line with your kids walk backwards squat when you're doing the dishes like them like I I tell them move all the time yeah that even, And I highlight to them that even when we're not moving, when we're sitting, we actually are moving ourselves and we're moving them and forming them into a way that may be not so good for our health. So right now I'm sitting on a stool, but I'm moving the cells around my butt now into a certain direction that's going to um, make them perform a certain way that may be not so beneficial for me. So we all know that idea of a flat butt even though you're sitting <laughs> on your butt you're moving themselves into that position and that is the outcome and my favorite my, personally um I'm I'm a weight trainer I, I do a lot of bodybuilding and weight training that's me that's I just like a feeling of strong and being able to pretty much take on whatever the world's yeah gonna throw at me um but uh you asked what I don't I don't like spinning I hate spinning <laughs> I don't know why you would want to do that to yourself. <laughs> I'm only laughing not.
0: because I, I agree with you 100%. I, I do not like spinning either.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd rather you spin than sat on your butt doing nothing. But then you're still sitting on your butt. You're just shaking it a different way. <laughs> it, it, it's when where well, it, I suppose each coach is different in their, yeah. their beliefs and what they believe. And I'm very aware of Environmental stressors and how my clients are already stressed over different aspects of their life. I have very good relationships with my clients, so I know what's going on with them. And exercise is one thing that I will look at. And if I see one of them that maybe does a lot of high intensity, stressful exercise a lot, like HIIT classes and spinning classes, and I'm seeing how that's maybe affecting their weight and they're plateauing and they've got Mm -hmm. health effects, and then I'll take a step back and I'll say, hey. Can we maybe walk for a while? Yeah. Let's just walk. And then most of the time walking fixes everything, including the scales going down. Yeah. So now I'm not a big, big fan of high intensity exercises because of that whole cortisol effect and yep. issues between bone and joint health and mm-hmm. impact and all that. So I, I tend to <laughs> veer away from that. Like, like we're looking for help. We're not just looking to be thin. We're looking to be healthy. Right.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. Um, So, would you say, what would you say to somebody that is new to fitness or new to movement um, when it comes to finding what works for them personally?
1: Um, It's kind of obvious, I think, that obviously don't continue to do something that you dread doing. If you think that you're doing uh, what what will we say, a circuit class every Saturday morning. But you dread going to that every Saturday morning because it makes your chest burn, it gets you out of breath, you get sweaty, you feel broke. You're just not happy about it. If you're not happy about that and don't look forward to going to that class, don't do it. Don't do it. Because you're not going to get it anywhere. The stress and the emotional ties that you will have to that class are going to um, over the effects of the actual class itself. And in this day and age, we have so many different classes and modalities of fitness and people wanting to help that you're you're not stuck doing something that you hate doing. There's always someone that will help you and give you some advice. I would always say move in a way that makes movement feel easier to you. So for instance, if you have tight joints so you're saying um, my back is hurting me a lot then maybe every day let's practice just getting you into child's pose for a few minutes to give those vertebrae a break or maybe your hips or knee joints are stiff or painful let's do the flights of stairs in your house a couple of times just so that they get that mobility and the ease of movement becomes more of about frequency than just hitting the joints all the time, trying to get skinny. So let's make everything easier. Like yes. there's, there's no reason why we can't.
0: Yes. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, um, a lot of the clients that I work with, they get stuck in this idea that exercise has to look a certain way. And so many times I feel like people overlook the easy stuff, like just the movement that they do every day, just playing with their kids or going for a walk or going up and downstairs. Like you said, um, just those, those simple intentional things that we can do every day that are, that are easy, um, maybe not easy, um, performance wise at first, especially if you're not used to the movement, but that are, you know, things that, um, things that are just things that you do, you know, rather than looking for a program or a video or a gym or something, not that there's anything wrong with those, but it's like you said, you keep coming back to go up and down your stairs you know, um, play with your kids on the floor, go, go for a walk outside. These are easy things that we can do to incorporate intentional movements. I love that. Um, it, is, um,
1: it is frequency though. And we know yeah. that the more we make boiled eggs, the better we, we get. The more yes. we move a joint, the easier it gets. The more we walk, the faster you get. Yes. Frequency is what's going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. It's like the, Going back to your no muscle, the more that you can practice making good food choices, the more you do that, the easier it gets. It's all it, it does come back to frequency. Even even if you were in bodybuilding, the more you lift weights, the more consistent you are, the quicker your results will yes. come off. So that's that's I think that's important for people to understand because unfortunately. We are fighting this fight that there are a lot of trainers, and I, I'm not trying to say they're wrong, but there's a lot of coaches out there that think boot camps and this and that and the other high intensity is going to make you lose weight and this and that. And right. yes, it will because your body will adapt to any change. Yes. But it will try But while you're doing that stuff, are you looking at how is that impacting your joints? How is that impacting your adrenal glands and your brain? Health, I mean, all that jumping up and down high intensity. If you don't believe that that affects your brain, then you definitely need to talk to someone that's <laughs> in, the, in that area because all of this affects us. Um, and yes, they I would rather see someone move than not move, yes. at all. but be aware of how you're moving and mm-hmm. is it going to get you into your say wedding dress by June? And then you have to start struggling again after that? Or are you going to take and adapt lifelong habits that can just be with you forever? At the same time, taking into account, this will prevent this sort of injury. This will prevent this sort of disease. This will help my brain health. This will keep me mobile when I'm 80 or 90. Like taking into all of that. Don't just go to CrossFit because you want to be strong for the next five years right Go do something that you will be strong and your joints will be protected in the next 40 years yeah
0: so i think that too that comes back to what you said about balance too just recognizing that you know, even if you enjoy the high intensity once in a while, it's maybe not something to do all the time, like intersperse it with some yoga for some stretching or some Pilates um, to lean out, you know, to lengthen your muscles and making sure that you're getting some of those low intensity, easy things to do, like walking um, out in nature and getting that exposure to nature and, and just having that nice balance of, of different types of movement is really important too, would you say? Yeah. 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 So do you believe that, um, I mean, this is kind of another one of those questions that um, is kind of intuitive in a way, I think, but I want to ask you because I want to get your perspective on it. Do you believe that mindset is important for establishing an exercise regimen and why do you think it's important if you do? Well, yeah, it
1: kind of is intuitive and it's kind of one of those obvious things Um, if your mind is not in the game you're not going to be in the game if your mind is not working properly um, if you if your mind is not waking up on Monday morning saying okay I'm going to have a smoothie for breakfast and I'm going to have some bone broth for lunch and um, salmon for dinner if you haven't got that mindset then you're going to get in a slump Mm -hmm. and that slump is probably going to lead you to your TV and your sofa whereas if you're in the mindset and you can keep control of that then you're going to naturally develop and release these feel-good hormones which Mm -hmm. are going to make you um more enticed to go out for a walk or maybe hit the gym or go visit a friend and do a trail if you're we all know it if our mindset if for some reason life happens and you're feeling a bit down you don't want to go face the world you do watch tv you don't you don't care for that time you're like i don't care about my diet i don't care about my health i want chocolate and wine and i'm going to watch the walking dead or whatever (laughs) That that is, and that's not only is it a chemical reaction but that that mindset sometimes it can take control of us um, and it takes control of us we don't have control of it so again with the balance when we can have um control of those good moments when we are in the correct mindset and we stay positive and we stay, I think laughter is very important because laughter obviously breeds positive feelings yes. and positive, positive feelings. We are feeling beings. If you feel good, your thoughts will be good. Your actions yes. will be good. So like when you feel good, you, you're happy to eat a chicken salad or kelp noodles or whatever. You're happy. <laughs> it doesn't, it you're in that mode, yeah. that mindset. You're happy to go for a walk because you're just like, I feel good. I want to keep feeling good. I'm going to keep doing good things. But when you're, when you're upset or whatever, that mindset goes out the, wall, the door and you might want to get out of bed. And sometimes you might not even want to eat at all. So being aware of our mindset is very mm-hmm. important. And if you do feel a bit down, Maybe step back and say, Why? Why do I feel what has happened? Okay, so and so gave me bad news. Okay, well, there's nothing I can do about that right now. But maybe if I go out and get some fresh air and some vitamin D, I'll feel a bit better and can reassess the situation when I get back. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's best to take a step back and understand. And what you need because there will be some days where your mindset is not good and when you look at it when you take a step back and I've been there and I have took a step back and I'm like you know what you mean today you do need to sit in front of tv and today you do need that glass of wine because you need to take care of that aspect of your health yeah Yep. Yeah. So mindset is important on, on both sides. I can yes. always take a step back, though, and looking at why is this happening um, if your mindset is in a bad place. When, when our mindset's in a good place, we don't really take a step back. We just go at it. We feel good, yep. and we keep going. So. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so do you practice? Um, one thing that we do with uh, Flex and Flow is we practice. We also talk about energy movement as well. Um, and what I mean by that is, and, and if this doesn't apply to you, that's totally fine. Um, but we talk about, um, our energy as a person, um, our energetic flow, our chakra system, and, um, just our energetic flow as a human being. And so when we talk about flex and flow, it's physical movement, but also energetic movement. Do you practice any kind of energetic movement at Um, all? Yeah,
1: well. Oh, personally, I, I think energy and mindset and laughter and meditation and what it all comes hand in hand. Yes. Um, I, I, I tend to practice because I'm busy. I don't have a lot of time. I, spent, I do a lot of walking, so that's my movement meditation, mm-hmm. but I'll do some inversion or legs up wall at night time, just before bed for about five minutes, but I'll focus on my breathing, Um, I'll do some diaphragmic breathing, I'll just reassess the day, check where my thoughts are, and I will, I, I use some apps, because I'm a biohacker, I have some different apps that I like to track what's going on. And I use one that um, focuses on binaural waves as well. So I'm not sure if you have heard of binaural waves, but it's where I kind of hack my brain frequency with different wavelengths to get me into a certain yes. state of being. Because, again, we are energy. That's what we're made of. Yes. So that's one of my hacks that I use to get myself into being now that's a personal thing for me to use. And my clients know that they won't always use apps and hacks and all that I use because it's my job. That's what I do. And I'm just here to show them the quickest way. And I, I'm a big believer in the quickest way to get them into a nice energy space is to laugh. Yeah. I always get them to laugh. And I always say that the only people that I work with are people that laugh. People that <laughs> don't, don't really work with me because I joke. And I suppose it, the irish in me i joke and i'm loud and i shout and, the <laughs> and me, we're the same and we always laugh and we can laugh about tom hardy um and other men and have jokes about wine and everything and that just lifts their energy of knowing that they have someone that they can kind of connect with on that level yeah that's that's
0: awesome that's, and that's, that's laughter is and so awesome. good for oh i'm sorry go
1: ahead oh no i was just saying that's where I, go with energy, not as much with the chakras and so on. Um, maybe in the future, but right now I don't have too much time to look into that. But, yeah. but I'm more of the technical side as well. So
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and um, me personally, I'm, I'm like science and woo. I like to marry them together, like take the spiritual side of things and, and marry them with the science because I think the science is important for people to understand how energy works. Like you said, we're made of energy. So um, And what's really cool for the people that are watching in, in my group, um, laughter – is one of the best ways to energize and power up your solar plexus chakra. So that is and and that's incredible because that your your solar plexus, I don't know, Shameen, if you know this, but your solar plexus chakra is your power and willpower center. It's your center that can that controls your action, your motivation. And your ability to take action and have willpower and be empowered. So it's really great that you're saying that you know your go-to for energy is laughter because that's helping us to fuel our physical movement and our physical energy.
1: Absolutely, because I'm sorry. Absolutely, because I feel laughter it tells the universe what you want it tells yes. the universe how you want to feel how, yes. how you want to feel if you always want to feel miserable you're not going to laugh and I'm, I'm I'm a big believer in nature too I try to encourage my girls to get out and try some forest bathing or just a trail with their family and that again brings laughter because when we're out in nature and we're enjoying time with our family we're smiling we're happy we're just enjoying stuff and keeping these good feelings and good energies going are, are very important to keeping us on our journey or our, our yellow brick road of where we want to
0: end up. Yes. So um, I work, I personally work with, specifically with creatives. Um, and so you personally, why would why do you feel movement? And you kind of already answered this, but why do you feel movement is so important for the creative person specifically? Like what does intentional movement do for your creative process and how do you feel it helps you on your creative journey?
1: Well, we know, we know from a science standpoint that when we move we get all these feel-good hormones going yes so we've got our serotonin and our dopamine and our norepinephrine and that all gets moving as we get moving especially as if we're moving in a way that we're enjoying um yes in, if you're in a sweaty hit class you're not enjoying that and you're not really getting those happy hormones going in the way you want but if you're out and about and you're moving through through a nice mountainous scenery and you're pain free and you're just taking in the fresh air and your little wheels get turning in your head um and although and i still find that a lot of people associate these thoughts and creativity and everything to to being just that just thoughts it is a whole chemical reaction that we remember when we move our adrenals do release these messages and these signals which are hormones to our brain which tells our brain then let's release these other hormones and then we get the little neurons sparking in our brain and then creativity comes and movement is such a huge player in that because when we're when we move especially in a way that we we really enjoy and to you that could be heavy weight lifting if you get in that zone and you're in your in your zone doing your bicep curls for whatever amount of sex that's just you that's just you in that zone your brain just wanders and it'll go off and it'll bring back the most fantastic ideas that you would never have had before if you're distracted by say a (laughs) (laughs) four-year-old Even like Pilates, and I teach Pilates, and we might be quiet going through some of the moves, and the same with yoga. Yeah. And your mind just wanders, and it's yes. when we let our mind wander that it'll go off and fetch these fantastic ideas. Yes. That if we sat and we were trying to think, you kind of like writer's block when you're yeah, trying- yeah. Like, oh, God, what will I post on Facebook today? I don't know. When you force it, it doesn't happen. But if you just kind of get in the flow and the zone and you're moving in this, what, what you, you're moving as one with the universe. Yes, and absolutely. Thoughts just, they just get drawn to you. And it might be something that you've never thought of before. Like my heated guys, that just came to me one day when I was moving and I was, I would have never thought I would do something like that, but it was just gave to me as a gift from the universe and it has allowed me to help so many people by doing that so movement is important if you're sitting around not only are you sedentary your hormones are sedentary your brain cells are sedentary there's no creativity there. Nothing's happening. Everything's just stuck in the
0: one spot. So yeah, very, and very- that's beautiful, too. I love how you explain that with, like, if you hit – especially um, for my writers out there, for my artists out there, for my people who are, are creatives, if you're hitting that block, if you're if you feel yourself hitting that writer's block or that, you know, that inspiration block – there's a really good chance that your brain is just stuck because the rest of you is stuck. And so getting that movement and moving in, in unison with the universe because we are energy, because we are movement, um, molecules in motion, you know, we, you know, just like you said, I think that's absolutely beautiful the way you explained that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so if there was one thing, just one thing that you could tell my group right now about that voice in your head that says, I can't, or I have to give up, or it's too hard, what would it be? I think, is it that
1: voice? Is it really you? Do you really think you can't do it? Or is it external voices? Is it maybe something has said, someone has said to you in the past? Or even not spoken words, but how someone maybe has looked at you that has made you doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And just a lot of the time, it's not actually us. We do believe in ourselves. It's what other people have expressed towards us that makes us doubt ourselves. Um, And if you are ever in a moment, and I encourage this with all my girls, if you ever have that moment of weakness or maybe that moment of, oh my God, the chocolate's calling me. <laughs> reach out to someone reach out to someone and we will help you find your way again and we will just give you that pump because understanding that although myself and yourself were coaches and we're there to support people and we love everyone and we help everyone we want to be friends with everyone we've got to understand that for the universe to balance there has to be some not nice people out there as well for the yeah. universe to balance not everybody is going to like you not everybody will want you to succeed or wish you well, but understanding that and accepting that that is their part, that they play that part in the universe, but you need to go and reach out and find people that are going to support you and understand that we, you can, your limitations are the only limitations you've set on yourself. Yes, amen. We know that. <laughs> surrounding yourself with people that are going to uplift you and it never hurts you don't need to be paying someone for them to help you I have people that I that don't pay me and I'm more than happy to help them when they get in a hole I say message me it's not I'm here this is this is what I was born to do I will guide yes. you I'll support you where you need it you don't always have to think to yourself because I know some people think oh I can't afford her and I can't pay for her time but I feel rubbish that's okay don't even worry about it just message people yes. like this. we Absolutely. will help Absolutely. You. it's not all about the money no no but again that sentence I suppose you, your only limitations are what you set on yourself and again, to mindset, if you're feeling a bit down, take a step back. And why are you feeling down today and feeling like that? And why do you feel like you have these limitations? And then what can you do about it? My first sentence to my girls every morning, and it's the same sentence every morning, and they're sick of it, but it's one <laughs> I stand by, is I say, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Not, are you tired? Are you this or that? Inside, take how are you feeling? Do you feel good? Are you feeling a bit angry today? Do you feel frustrated? Like, how are you feeling? Not just how are you when someone says I'm good, but how are you feeling? Yeah. Like, it's starting out that you need a bit of extra support that I could help you with. So yeah, I think that's very important.
0: Yeah. Support systems are so important. Like you said, just finding that tribe because you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, you're not for everyone you're you're just not you were not created to be for everyone and so you know learning to recognize who's really truly your support system and who's really got your back and who's going to help you to move forward um is so important
1: um so and been mentioning
0: this that- the- oh go
1: ahead sorry that is that's life that's the universe we've yeah. got black, we've got white we've got good we've got bad there will always be. nice. Nice people, and they'll always be not nice people, and we need that for our universe to balance.
0: Yes. And so you, you have mentioned your Heta guide, which I sort of touched on in the beginning. So you had mentioned that's what you're wor- working on um, fourth round, I think you said. And yeah. so um, including the Heta guide, what are you working on right now, and who's your ideal client? Um, And if they want to get in touch with you or are interested in your HETA guide or your other services or programs, how can they do that?
1: Um, Well, well, right now, the HETA guide is at the top of my list um, because we're coming into round four and it's a very personal guide. I only take on 10 people um, on each round. So I run it every two months and I have eight spots left. It starts May 1st. So it's very, very personal. There's a lot of communication time with me as well as all the modules and everything. Um, I teach live every evening, so I teach Pilates classes. I do personal training. I do nutrition sessions. Um, I, I do have something in the works, but I'm not going to give it away. But it's close to my heart. Um, it's going to evolve over the next um, couple of months. Months. Hopefully by the end of the year it will have launched. It's very, very close to my heart. It's, something that, it's another tool that I'm going to be able to give people to help them heal. Because in the beginning, people came to me for weight loss. And then I was like, I don't want to do weight loss anymore. I want to help you heal. And you know what? Weight loss is your bonus. And that's what it is. I help people heal. And then they always lose weight. Because we know if our body's working properly, we lose weight. Yes. This is going to be another tool. Um, and I suppose watch this space it's coming so i'm excited for that um and yeah well i suppose my main focus right now is on the hater guide my the all of my girls that are currently with me um they, they're the same as me we all laugh we're all loud we shout we know what it's like to be a mom and have kids that <laughs> wander around when you don't want them to but we also talk about adult stuff i mean we they know i'm a big tom hardy fan and i'm a big alice in wonderland fan so they'll tag me and post and we we'll laugh and we're not my ideal client is like me we're not afraid to be crude but we also raised at the same time people that take themselves too seriously we don't tend to get along because that laughter and that fun and that energy is what you need to succeed. If you take everything too seriously and maybe I offend you somehow, um, you're obviously not going to succeed with me anyway. In that yes. aspect of that. But yeah, outrageous is probably the word. I love that. That's a bit of Irish in me. Um, and that's, they're the type of girls I attract. And we try to, the ones that live locally, we try to meet up once a month and maybe have wine or tea and, it gets very loud because it's all of me. They're all of me. There are many with me and we shout and we laugh and but it's great. And that makes my job great. And in fifty years time I'll be able to look back and I'll be like, Holy cow, can you believe that was actually my job? To laugh with people that were like me yes. and yes teach people that were and, and I got paid for that and that was actually my job. Like, and I helped them and now they're happy because of what I did and it's just it's such a great circle yes you know, to do absolutely what love, and to be true to yourself as well yes. because I turn away people I, I do turn away clients and I'll say I'm sorry I'm not the one to help you with this yes. or I don't think we might be a good fit and half of me says well shmain, it's money but the other half is like but no you wouldn't enjoy it it's just yes. going to drain you so sticking to your core beliefs is big. So yes. it's a big circle, which is Yes,
0: great. absolutely. Well, I'm really excited. I am super excited for your thing that you have in the works. I'm looking forward to, and I'm sure everybody else is looking forward to hearing about it and seeing it launch. And um, your HeTA guide sounds amazing. I recommend everybody look into it. Um, and can, do you have a website?
1: yes you can and you can find all the details about the guide on my website and i also do a free podcast the one there's one tonight coming out about just grains and chemical reactions in our body but i do a free podcast every week and i must say it it's it's epic it's pretty great it just gives people this free information that as women when we're walking or cleaning we can listen to or yes to listen to um but um if you go to my website, it's shemainesmodelhealth.com. That will have my podcast, any events I have coming up with it Also has a section that fills in the guides um, and everything on it. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything's there. And actually, I did a post last night, a live post on it, just how I dealt with loose skin after my weight loss. So maybe some of your followers might be interested to see my hacks on how I dealt with my
0: loose skin after all my weight loss. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shemaine. This has been wonderful. You've given us a lot of really amazing energy and a lot of really amazing information. And I'm so, so happy that you jumped on here with me today.
1: Thank you for having me. And I apologize for the four-year-old. Maybe you can the <laughs> oh, no, women, we, we love life. We love life yeah. here.
0: Um, is, we I,
1: just got a deal. That's what we do as women. We just deal yeah, with it. <laughs> yeah, just
0: you, you yeah. got a mompreneur sometimes. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, well, thank you so much. And definitely, I'm looking forward to posting this. We're going to, I am this is actually going to go up on Friday. Um, and so, everybody will get to see this on Friday. Um and just thank you so much hi <laughs> Okay All right. well thank you so much Shame thanks bye